Banking has a name. We create it. And here, we talk about it. Welcome to the George Podcast. George was brought to life with the idea of design first. This is still today, 10 years later, what makes George stand out from other banking platforms. So design has a great importance here. Today, we don't want to look at the why, but the how. So we talk not so much about the reasons for the design thinking approach. We rather talk about how that comes into practice from the idea to the users. Konstantin and Markus joined me to share their expertise. Konstantin is Design System Lead and Markus is Design System Engineering Lead. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. So I'm really excited to talk about GDS today because um, I have very little knowledge actually about the um, George Design System. In my understanding, generally a design system is like a handbook in which the look of a web page or an app is defined like colors fonts style of icons use etc how far off am i with this understanding so feel free to correct me i think that's a good start uh, what i would definitely add uh, is uh, code itself mm -hmm. uh, that's relevant i think for a design system to also differentiate it from a style guide so it's not only about how it looks, but also how this is perceived uh, through code. Also, like how it behaves, and uh, I mean, there's, there's so much more. There's like um, every little detail that that goes into like designing a button or whatever. It just also comes out in the design system, of course. Um, so it's also kind of like a um, set of like building blocks or tools um, and there's also accessibility that goes into the whole thing um, it's 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 a lot more than just like a set of rules i mean the end goal is to make it easier for everybody involved that um, that designs uh, george or develops for george so it should make it pretty straightforward and how to do things of course that's not always that easy but yeah we try to make it easier and I think it's fair to say that every company who has a design system has a slightly different definition of what the design system is. In our case, I think what's also important is, is that we say the design system defines the single source of truth. Mm -hmm. So whether or not uh, the design looks slightly different, uh, what's in code is at the moment uh, the source of truth. This can be changed, of course. It's we, always changing. It's always changing, it's right? never the same. <laughs> Okay, that's um, absolutely interesting for me because I, I just figured out while you explained all that to me that I thought of the design system more like a style guide, obviously, because I did not consider like also, um, as you said, the code building blocks. Um, for me, as someone who has actually very, very limited knowledge of, of code and how all this comes into practice, how can I imagine this code in the design system? So what is defined there? Uh, I mean, it's it's it starts from like uh, the point 
how blue is that shade of blue in George and it's a very particular um, color code mm -hmm. um, which I mean when I started working on the George design system that shade of blue was very different from <laughs> what it is today and it also changed like a few weeks ago um, but that translates into the whole experience so mm -hmm. um, everywhere that shade of blue is used it's supposed to be that particular shade of blue. So that's one side of the code side of things, but also um, what should happen if if you like want to um, have a dialogue with the user, like ask him or her or them something. Um, what do you want to know, like their address or some sort? So you you would have a, a model where the user would input their information and so this should always behave like in a, in a certain type of way. From what I understand, so as you already said, also the um, single source of truth, um, I imagine that this is one of the reasons why it is um, very practical and useful to have a design system in place. Um, what is the advantage of working with a design system apart from that you have like one single source of truth? I'd say there are, there are a lot of uh, advantages. Uh, one thing is it makes it easier to develop because uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Uh, if the component for a button is, uh, is there, you can just as a developer or designer take it and uh, use it according to the rules and you don't have to think about uh, mm. what's the border radius, what's the correct color, what are the different states where it, it's, uh, it's already there. On a more uh, general approach, it helps, I think, a company to grow uh, at, at speed. And I think it's fair to say that uh, having a design system uh, allowed uh, George to get where it is uh, as of now. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of the boring task uh, is uh, taken away uh, and you can focus as a designer, as a developer on, on the more interesting parts uh, of the application and the user experience uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, it could take away like whole, um, like thinking about design patterns or even like code patterns when it comes to that. So sometimes you, you don't want to like reinvent the wheel. I mean, sometimes you, you want to or like you have to, but we kind of could take off some decisions. Mm -hmm. And for the user, obviously, it helps if uh, similar pages uh, behave similarly and not every mm. time you enter a new product, you have to uh, digest what you see uh, new because it's different. Mm. That's a huge part, I think. Um, like In the end, always the user comes first. So. Mm everything should be consistent in its behavior and design or look of it, of mm -hmm. course. And accessi accessibility plays a huge role mm -hmm. there as well. Yeah, it, it, to me, just like from an outside perspective, it feels like it is simplifying, like streamlining processes and also assuring this coherence experience of the product in terms of I know as a user what to expect, but also from the other side, um, as a developer, as a person shaping George, yeah. I know how it should look like in the end. I know how it should behave. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I feel like I'm a bit, no, not only a bit, a lot more closer to understanding um, what the design system is. If I want to have 
a look at it and um, if I want to see what is all defined there, how and where can I access the design system? So the, the commentation of it is uh, made public, we made it public uh, last autumn, it's designsystem.george-labs.com uh, and uh, there we have uh, the whole documentation of what there is, how it works, how it's uh, to, meant to be used. Uh, so I would recommend you head over to that website and uh, give it a start. Why is it public? Like, what's the reasoning behind making it public? What is, again, advantages or, um, yeah, what, what comes from it, making it public? Uh, there are several reasons. Uh, one is, uh, we we are proud and not shy to show what we built. Uh, we uh, we took a lot of inspiration from other design systems, so I think it's also fair to uh, yeah. to give back. But uh, internally, one of the biggest reasons was, uh, as you know, it's a huge organization uh, we are working in, and very often we had the problem that uh, colleagues, especially from the countries, had not had no access to the design system itself. And I think the worst thing to a design system that can happen is people not having access and mm. finding their ways around. It's similar like, I don't know, a book uh, in a shelf. If Until you take it and read it, uh, it's just there. Mm -hmm. But the whole beauty of it can only work uh, if people use it. And that's why, uh, together with management, we decided to make it public because this very often also helps uh, to easily look it up for internals uh, who might try once, twice, uh, but if they always run against uh, the login and have no access to it, uh, what's the whole point? Okay, that's really interesting because you said that um, you also um, took inspiration from other design systems and that you also are proud of what you did, obviously. Um, to me, like my first um, impulse was thinking about like, yeah, but aren't you giving away too much? Like kind of like the secret sauce that makes George as awesome as George is? Isn't it something that you also want to keep to yourself a bit? Um, I'm not sure if it's that easy. Like there is no secret ingredient that makes a product great, I would say. It's just like the sum of the parts and like a lot of detail that goes into it. And I don't think you can um, digest this through a documentation of a design system, which is actually just the the result of things um, like documenting that George is great doesn't like make it easier for other companies or, or people to also make a great product and I mean if they do make a great product um, and they had the design system as an inspiration I'm, I would be very proud of <laughs> even if it's like a uh, um, uh, competition to George mm -hmm. so yeah, I totally agree with Markus. Uh, George is much more than just uh, the building blocks it's built of. Uh, yeah. So obviously you can take a look at how a button looks like, uh, but this only tells you how a button looks like and mm -hmm. no, uh, and nothing, nothing more. Yeah. So I think there is no harm in showing that. Uh, and uh, to be fair, uh, the source code itself uh, is not public. The design mm -hmm. libraries are not public, so we have uh, part of it uh, still just for internal usage uh, but to take a look similar like you can take a look at George uh, the interface the product itself if you have an account or if you have a friend who has an account uh, so you can learn a lot and a lot is public uh, so 
there is no harm in, in mm. making part of the documentation public as well. Yeah, it absolutely makes sense uh, the way you explain it. And um, as you mentioned before, um, you took inspiration from other design systems and you also want to give back by making the George design system public. So how can I imagine this um, kind of exchange, maybe sharing of ideas with other companies? Like, is there something like um, a back and forth? Is it a common practice to, to share exchange ideas or is it something that you just don't usually look at? Like design systems from other companies? There are tons of uh, design systems uh, made public uh, by, by big companies. Uh, Polaris from Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Shopify, sorry, uh, for instance, uh, comes to mind. Uh, Airbnb has a design system. Part of it uh, is, is public. Uh, the government of UK has a great public mm -hmm. design system, something you wouldn't think of uh, when, when thinking of design. Uh, so there is a ton of inspiration uh, and uh, yeah, depending on, on the company culture, it's made public it's, uh, or semi-public. It's very often public actually. Yeah. I mean, also like Google, Material UI mm -hmm. may uh, come to mind as well. Um, and I think this whole thing also grew with with um, with those systems being public mm -hmm. and being in the discourse in the public discourse. Mm -hmm. So everybody can criticize and improve on it, and also a lot of it is open source uh, in mm -hmm. parts as well. So um, this whole thing is kind of newish, um, and I think through being public and in the in the open eye, it also improved a lot. That. Okay, so when we um, think about those improvements, um, at some point you had to start with the Jewish um, design system. How was the journey until now? If you think about the improvements you already mentioned, so how did it start? How did it go? Any learnings you've taken or um, big surprises, big obstacles? How was it? Uh, in the in the start, the big the biggest obstacle probably was. Um, just developer usage of the design system, and um, I think this this improved quite significantly. Significantly, although hard to measure, but we also like track the usage of components in uh, in in the product, and um, also through like feedback of developers, like um, how George Design System improves their daily lives and so on. So this is always kind of nice to hear. But in the beginning, it was hard to suggest them to, to use the George design system because it had no obvious value to them mm -hmm. in the first place. Maybe it's worth mentioning uh, that George, the product, was live in Austria before we had a design system. So a lot of code was already developed. Uh, and in yeah. the beginning, we also didn't start with the design system. We first started with a style guide. Mm -hmm. uh, back then, we, we termed also the coin 50 Shades of Blue. Uh, Markus mentioned it. Uh, it was a different time. Uh, design were done in Photoshop. Uh, developers might take the color pipette to uh, inspect the color value. And through that, uh, inconsistency uh, obviously uh, happened. Uh, and through this uh, and other observations like uh, the team growing and so on, uh, it, it came aware that uh, some something like a style guide uh, and later on the design system uh, would help. And uh, the obstacles in the beginning, as uh, Markus mentioned, were 
uh, to build the components to catch up with what's already there in code and then convince uh, mm. the developers and the teams to change their code with the code from the design system. Uh, and once they under did that and uh, understood or, or, or noticed uh, the difference in their daily work and the benefits, uh, it, it was much, uh, much easier. But the first change didn't have any like obvious value to it. So it was effort uh, that had to be put in from developers without like any immediate yeah. uh, positive yeah. outcome because yeah. we changed the code with different code and uh, it looked the same, the same, yeah. and very similar. Mm -hmm. Only if you then change uh, the code, let's take the example of a button. If we change the color of a button, it's a difference. Uh, if it, you change it once in the design system and this uh, cascades down to everywhere the button yeah. is used, or you have to change it uh, on multiple places. I mean, do you remember when we changed the font like a few years back? Yeah, that was. I mean, you imagine this being very easy, right? You just say like, okay, the font changes from uh, I don't know Helvetica to something else, but this was like a process of half a year probably. <laughs> Involved like many many different people and developers and like meetings and stuff. So yeah, yeah. This was not to, to get a wrong impression. This was not because uh, how it was built was bad. This was because. Uh, the software has evolved, uh, yeah. the code has evolved, uh, and like a building every now and then uh, you have to take maintenance to, to uh, yeah, renovate stuff. Uh, and the same is, is true for code, not only in the product, but also in the design system. Mm. So it's a natural thing when you develop something that you have obviously to take care to uh, maintain it, uh, although this might not be uh, noticeable for the user because it's internal mm -hmm. stuff to fix. Yeah, I, I would I would argue even even better if the users don't notice um, if there's like no obvious disruption in in the user experience. Mm. Um, it makes a lot of sense how you explain it that it is um, um, yeah facilitating easier maintenance. And I just can't imagine when I have a look at George how big this project is by now and yeah. um, how much it is growing. I feel like every day there's some growth in it and from this point of view it makes obviously total sense to have like um, a way of facilitating this growth without much um, disruption and without putting very much effort in, in changes. For me design is something um, very creative and for me at least from my artsy kind of perspective Design and systems are two words that do not obviously really go together. For me, it's like, okay, design is one thing that is like creative and flowing and system is something rather rigid. What is your perspective on this um, hand in hand of creativity and rules or also design and technology? To me, that's not necessary contradiction. Uh, I see technology or code rather is an uh, is a tool and it helps you uh, to to do something within boundaries uh, and you can be very creative by just using a pencil mm -hmm. obviously then you cannot paint in color but in, in, in shades uh, and you can do great stuff so the tool you you choose uh, 
limits you a bit, but it also helps you uh, to focus. Mm -hmm. And developing a product with, which is used by millions of people, uh, not necessarily on a daily basis like Twitter or others, uh, staying consistent, I think, is much more important than staying uh, fresh and updated uh, all the time. Okay. Uh, so especially, I mean, if you consider like the, the nature of the product that George is, it's a banking product and a finance product. So I wouldn't consider this like to be the most creative uh, application I have on my phone. It's supposed to work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I need it to work because it's about my money. But still, I think what makes George uh, different uh, to maybe other banking products is that design is very important yeah. and that you can see and feel when you use it that it constantly improves design, is uh, fresh, up-to-date. Uh, so it's a design product, uh, but still it's something different than uh, a magazine or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have to argue that, in my opinion, George, for being a banking app, is pretty creative. Yeah. If I think about um, the nature yeah. of George, like um, the tone of voice, of course, from my perspective, but also um, design-wise and with the drive for innovation and um, with having like the user in first place and then everything else like the user experience defines in my opinion a lot of George a lot of its um, growth a lot of its shape and this is something that also feels creative to me because um, if I think about banking product creativity is not the first thing that comes to my mind but when I have a look at George it feels like it's George is so different from other products that there has to be creativity in it, of course, because it's, yes. it just feels different. Very much so. And if the user has the, shares your feeling, and I'm quite sure uh, everyone will do, uh, then everyone in the team does obviously a great job to, to achieve that. But I, I think even if it's still, it's very creative and everything, but you still want to ensure a, a kind of like a trust level. Yes, 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 I think this is like the tight rope that we walk on a daily basis um, to have on the one hand this very, very design oriented, personal, user friendly look, feel and handling. But on the other hand, of course, as banking um, matters have to be trusted and secure and so on, we have to have also this feel of, of trustworthiness. Mm. And uh, I think this is like the balance in which George, in my opinion, excels mm. and um, which is also like where George distinguishes itself from other products. We had a lot of um, impact and um, a lot of reason why to have a design system in place. You as people building it, working on it, what is needed from you to, um, to work and improve this design system? When, when I think about it, I just cannot imagine how it, how it looks on a day-to-day -day basis working for a design system, not only with, but being like the creators of it. I mean, we have, we have uh, six people in the team, uh, five uh, front-end engineers, Jan, Leandro, Markus, Matthias and Victor, and they, they build uh, the stuff. Obviously, what is very important is the relationship to, to our users, to the designers, to the developers, uh, to the product owners. And the big part of it is also communication, uh, getting input from 
different chapters from the designers uh, improving on that uh, and, and building it. Uh, what's for sure uh, very important is to have an interest uh, in design, a keen eye for it and feeling joy by uh, pixel pushing uh, like uh, Marcus uh, called it and make things uh, right. So uh, a high accuracy um, is definitely uh, a must. I feel like I have a way clearer picture now as in comparison to the beginning of this um, of this podcast episode about what you actually do, um, about the whole magic behind the design system. It is way more than just um, a three-letter abbreviation now for me, the GDS. Actually, we're already in the end of our podcast, so we are as usually coming to our word wrap so i will ask you to complete the following sentences with the first words ideas whatever comes to your mind constantine maybe you want to go first shaping the design of george is well i would say a job to be done <laughs> wow. okay okay that's way drier than i expected it to be okay um, it's also a very interesting job to be done. Okay, so what would you say shaping the design of George is? Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Oh. <laughs> Joy and effort. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. My second um, sentence to be completed is design and code is like... A match made in heaven. Well, they don't fit together on paper, but they, they, they do. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Couldn't <laughs> add anything else. So we have a match made in heaven. That is so cute. So um, your favorite aspect of George's design is that particular shade of blue. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less than that. But which of the fifty shades? That is a question. <laughs> uh, we come uh, in the meantime to a much lower number, so there are not yeah. that many shades. True. Okay. So we are, thanks to the design system. <laughs> so the primary blue, thanks to the design system. Uh, Constantine, your favorite aspect of George's design, what is it, apart from the primary blue? <laughs> the people behind who, who built it. Okay, nice, nice. Wow, um, a lot of new information, a lot I learned um, today. So thank you very, very much for this insightful conversation. It was an absolute blast having this recording with you. Thank you. I hope to hear and see more from the design system in the future. So keep me posted. Thank you so much for being here. Thank Thanks you for having us. For having us. Yes.